Hello, you lot. Before we get cracking with this week's episode, we've got a very exciting announcement. We are doing a live show on Wednesday, the 30th of December at Up The Creek Comedy Club in Greenwich. The first wave of tickets are now on sale and can be found on the Up The Creek website. The ticket link can also be found on the That Josh James Show Instagram page. We've got some very special guests lined up, a few surprises, Q&A, and who knows, White Boy may even get up and give us a song or two. So come join us for a great night out in our new home of South London. See you there. Hello and welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand-up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my right-hand man, Rumford's number one podcaster, Chrissy White, aka White Boy. What a guan, son. What a guan, Jamesy. How, How are you, mate? I'm good, mate. Look nice and warm today. Oh, mate, I like this bit of colder weather. Wrap up, put a few bits on. Yeah. I really do like it, mate. It's, it's all about that, mate. The fashion. You know what? My favourite type of fashion, autumn fashion. Autumn fashion. Yeah. Do you, got, do you wear any hats? I told you. When I was going bald, I was the hat king. Yeah. But I always had a hat because I had to cover up the balding. Yeah. As soon as I shaved it, don't do hats. I love a hat. I know, yeah. But this is it. You don't have to do your hair. You can just put a hat on. For me, this is it. The only time I ever wear a hat is if it's really cold and I need to keep my head warm because I don't have the hair to do that for me. Yeah, true. You get me? Well, listen, we've, uh, oh, we've been getting a few complaints lately. About? Different people. Um, I'm going to play one of them for you now. Um, very, uh, a legend of the pod, you know, um, has, has, has got in contact uh, about one or two things that we said in the rise of the XL Bully episode. Okay. Um, and he has sent us this uh, very... Is he hang- irate? He's not happy. Okay. He's not happy. So, um, here we go. Listen to the party, you fucking silly cunt. This is the plumber's Oscars. He's a plumber. It ain't getting better than that from him, you fucking cunt. <laughs> Fucking sausage. And that voice you keep putting on for me and all you silly cunt. <laughs> fucking wide your necking. <laughs> fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're totally right. The voice that I do from him. Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking silly sausage. Sounds nothing like him. It's very close. Yeah, it's very close. It's just more high pitched. Yeah, it's more high pitched. Mm. But he weren't happy, man. I mean... Let's have it right. It was his Oscars. Yeah. yeah, 100% his Oscars. It was his Oscars. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not getting to the doesn't get better than that for him. <laughs> for the young plumber, yeah, that is the pinnacle. Yeah. Um, the absolute pinnacle. Yeah, the absolute pinnacle. But I'm glad he's got the ump. Yeah, he's got, got the massive ump, mate. Um, and actually, his old man sent me a message about uh, he's just been away to Turkey. Um, no tea? Uh, no, he, he he did he did go to I think he might have gone to Turkey to get some new teeth, but that was quite a few years ago. But because he, for many years the OSB, the old school bastard, um, he had he had basically fake teeth. I think didn't he? Set of falsies. I think he had a set of false teeth, but he got them all replaced, like eventually. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he sent us a like. Listen, this old school bastard. He's all he's always thinking about us. You know, um, and he sent us. I feel like we've given him a new lease of life. 
You know what I mean? I feel like he was stagnating a little One bit. One thing I noticed, he's very critical about the episodes that don't mention him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and actually, I've come to realisation, he only listens to hear us talking about him. Same with a Shermanator. Same with a Shermanator? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Shermanator has listened to one whole episode. And that was... And that was the one that he starred in. Really, or he made a cameo. What, you know was what, I mean? his, uh, what was his opinion? I know, I mean, he loves it. It's just like, he only cares about himself. Yeah, yeah, much. yeah. And that's the old school <laughs> bastard. It's yeah. like, if, if we're not talking about me, yeah. then... No interest. I'm switching off. Yeah. But listen, he does think about us, um, and he sent us nice, this nice little message um, asking if we wanted anything brought back, basically. But there, oh, nice. there we go. Oh, yeah, son, if uh, White Boy wants a bit of boss gear... So I know he likes a bit of fucking Jekyll. <laughs> just send me his size, yeah? And if you want his shirt, you're only a 10, I'll bring you one back, mate. You can have it for fuck all later. Yeah, what was that other one? James, you saved my life, son. I listened to something. Oh, no, I can't, no, I can't play that. See, <laughs> 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 something a little bit offensive Is there. it? I mean, let's have it right. The last one was a little bit offensive. You're going to have to bleep that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Y word. Yeah, you can't say the Y word yeah, I don't when referring to a Tottenham fan. I don't think he realises that is that is offensive. But No, of course he doesn't. No, he's, but that's he's, the OSB all he's over. He's using it in the context of a football fan. And I'd just like to clear up, I don't like a bit of fucking Jekyll. And I don't like Hugo Boss. You know I, mean, I mean, you say don't like Jekyll, but you said the other day on a podcast that you do have like a fake creed. Yeah, yeah, no, but I'm not passing it off as something that's no, not. No, you're honest about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a liar. Listen, Snides I, are lies. No, but one thing I'll tell you is, if you've got something which is fake, um, and you're like, oh yeah, it's that, fake. but it's fake. Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Of course it is. The worst people in the world are the people we go up to them and you go, oh, is that is that Moncler polo? Is, is that real? And they're like, yeah, and it clearly ain't real. Yeah, yeah. it clearly ain't real. Yeah, no, nah, I've got no time for that sort of I stuff. I know mate. quite a well, about two people I know that pass off fake stuff as as real. Listen, there's no shame. And actually, just either buy the real thing... Or, or go Zara. Or go Zara, or go Uniqlo. Still loads of nice bits out there. Yeah, no, you're right. But you're trying to cheat the system. There's a guy in the meetings, actually, he loves a bit of snide gear. Yeah, but he won't admit to it. Uh, maybe he will. Yeah, okay. But listen, did you know that the OSB, the old school bastard... I mean, this, this absolutely blew my mind. He went to a wedding the other day, and the plumber informs me... <laughs> they asked him to write a poem right during the ceremony during the ceremony during the ceremony just right? a quick freestyle but like a loving affectionate poem yeah now how bad have your group of friends got to be mm. that the person that you're choosing to write an affectionate heartfelt poem is I mean, had, well, he's an old he's school the old, bastard. He's the OSB, mate. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, I don't, he wouldn't be my first choice. Well, he'd be my last choice. I'll tell you why. I can always remember the first time I met the OSB. Plum was like, oh, I'm going to go meet my old man. I'm like, oh, right, yeah, cool. I think I'm about 19 at the time, right? I'm wearing shorts. I think we're at some sort of pub. Before he said hello, he went, cankles. <laughs> I'm like, what? He goes, And you was fat anyway, weren't you? Well, I mean, I weren't fat, but my legs, listen, I've never had good, good legs. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'm like, what? Kankles. Kankles, straight away. Not even hello. My name's the o OSB. I'm the old school bastard. What's your name? Yeah. Just called me Kankles and laughed. Oh, yeah. I swear to God, mate. It's no exaggeration. For about five years after, I never used to wear shorts. Really? Yeah, I was scarred, man. Oh, James. Yeah, I was scarred. So listen, he'd be the last person. Yeah, no, nah, not for anything affectionate. And I tried to get a copy of the poem mm. because... Well, it would have just been comedy gold. Wouldn't release and it. And I tried to go through a couple of sources, but I tried to go through the plum. I'm like, listen, plum, can you get hold of this? And he was like, uh, he's like, no, nah. he goes, he knows what I'm fucking up to. Yeah. So I thought, look, why don't I, I'm a writer at the end of the day. Why don't I put myself in the OSB shoes and write a poem that I think he wrote at the wedding? Have you done this? Yeah, and so I've, I've written oh a little. My, oh my god! I've written a little something. Oh my god! So I need to get into uh, need to get into character. <clears throat> so I'm the OSB now. Yeah, I'll be a guest. You're a guest, yeah. Sober. Yeah, you fucking bald gearhead. Yeah. Uh, it's me. It's me and character. That's not me yeah, saying no, of that. Course, that's yeah. the OSB. It's all right, mate. You ain't got to justify yourself. You're the OSB now. You say what that, you want. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Don't get me started on immigration. But here we go. Uh, so. Uh, like my name's the OSB. I've been asked to say, you know, to uh, to write a poem for today for the couple. So here we go. You go together like a house and garage. You love each other like I love Nigel Farage. <laughs> Tonight you will consummate your marriage. A bit of rumpy pump. This man will make you great again. Just call him Donald Trump. As husband and wife, you can achieve anything. You know that you can. The potential of this relationship is massive, but not as massive as West Ham. I hope you two will be happy, not a miserable cunt like me. It's lonely when I get home. Just a pack of B&H gold and a cold cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Life is shit, but this wedding has been fun. I'm dreading going back to work because my boss is my son. <laughs> Yes. If you try to console me, it will be met with my fist. Geezers ain't got emotions. Mental health does not exist. <laughs> uh, I'm jealous, me old mate. She looks like a great catch, her. This old school bastard is the wrong side of 60. Still looking for his Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Roses are red. Violets are claret and blue. I am the famous OSB who hates everyone, but loves the both of you. <laughs> Irons. Very nice, man. There you go. Nice. So. Done me then, couple times. Um, what I would say is that is lovely, lovely words. Beautiful words from the OSB. Beautiful words from the OSB. Yeah. Um, he really, he really. He surprised me there. He's, yeah. Yeah. I, I text him, I tried to get him, I tried to get him to send the fucking thing. So what did I say to him? I went to him he's get on this uh, I went uh, I went what's this I'm hearing about you writing a romantic poem and he like one thing I've, you can't he, he can't reveal any sort of sensitive side or because that's seen as weakness of course weakness. not yeah any sort of uh, uh, doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> any sort of um emotional or just like like nice side he can't show he can't give you an inch because it, it worries you'll take a fucking mile yeah so i said um you know what's this i'm hearing about you writing a romantic poem he went 
it wasn't romantic, son. It's for my mate's wedding. He asked me to do it. I said, nice to see a softer side to you. That ain't soft, son. It's friendship. <laughs> um, he asked me to do it. Ah, oh, mate, we need to get hold of this piece of content. I know, mate. He, he, I said to him, I can't imagine you writing a, a nice poem. He said, true, son. He said, no. He goes, I had people I didn't even know coming up after shaking my hand. So he's obviously done well. Yeah. I, I mean... I said, I can't imagine you writing a nice poem. He said, true, son. I said, send it over. You wrote copyright. Copyright infringement. Yeah, so we ain't getting yeah. that. Yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, I don't think we will get it, mate. I will get it. But listen, if there's any of the OSB's friends, family out there that was at this wedding that got a recording mm. of said poem, send it over. Let's put a reward up. We will keep you anonymous. Well, how much are we paying for it? I reckon it's worth 100 quid. 100 quid, 50 each? Yeah. Yeah, cool. We'll give you 100 quid. Anyone can get us hold of that uh, that, that copy. Yeah. Um, we'll have it. Put a price pounds. on his head and it will pop up. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I think it will do him good. It'll be a good exercise for him to just like, you know, yeah. show his sensitive side a little bit You more. know, it's going to be fantastic. So, um, I don't know if you're familiar with a man named Russ Cook. No, I can't say him. Ginger guy from Worthing down near Brighton. He's attempting to be the first person to run the entire length of Africa. You show me this, geezer. Mate, I know you're a runner. You like to run. You say running is fun. Yeah, I mean, that don't sound fun. This but... guy is, calls himself the hardest geezer on, uh, <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you... At the hardest geezer, right? Yeah. And I mean, fair play. This geezer's a fucking animal, right? Yeah. I just want to put it out there. I've been following the journey. I've watched all, I'm up to date with all the episodes on YouTube. So they're putting out maybe one or two videos a week and he's putting up content daily on social media. Good, good right? man. Animal. He's running like 60 kilometers a day. Really? What's that in miles? So one marathon is 42 kilometers. Oh wow, so it's over a marathon. So he's doing like a marathon and a half every day. Yeah. And has been doing for like, I think it's like 150 days of running he's been doing so far. Yeah. They've had to stop a couple of times because they got robbed at oh. gunpoint. They got all their passports, all their cameras and that nicked. Then they've been having like murders where it's taken them longer to get to certain places than they thought it was going to. By the time they get there, their visa for that country's expired because there's loads of different countries, obviously, oh, that he's got to work his up through. Yeah. Running through war zones, they've had to avoid. It's a massive undertaking. So look, if you don't know about it, get out there, go and have a look at this geezer, the hardest geezer. AKA Ooh. Russ Cook. Mate, unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he's just crossed the equator, but he's like a third of the way in distance because he's got to go around the outside of all, like, all the fuckery in so Africa. He's done a third. So how long is it going to take? Distance him? wise, he's done a third. I think it was supposed to take under a year, but it's going to take well over a year now at the pace they're going. Over a year? Over a year. Is run, he, is he running getting, an ultra marathon every is day. Is he getting sponsored? Yeah, so they've got a Patreon. There's like, they're raising money as well, but obviously there's, there's ways you can donate. You've got to earn though. Uh, to be honest, I think it's more of like the challenge for him. So he ran from Asia to Brighton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, if he can do that, he can do Africa, yeah, surely. Yeah, different kettle of fish though. Because Africa is- Completely different kettle of fish. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on there. And the climate, it's like, so, just so much going on, mate. But it's, uh, it's, it's a really Asia? interesting story. Um, where was he? Don't know. I didn't follow that journey. It's just I've learned a yeah, bit I more suppose, about him. I suppose running through. But I know like, he had to get to from so the very bo bottom tip of Asia or like 
western tip of Asia, the next bit across the water is Istanbul, getting into Turkey. And it was like, he swam that. And then, it, like, so basically, whenever there was a river crossing or like um, a sea to cross, he would get on a treadmill and run the equivalent of the distance on a treadmill before he could start moving again. So it was like, oh. legit, he ran the amount of distance it, it took. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, mate. But obviously, Africa's just one big landmass, so he ain't got a, only thing he's got to cross is rivers, you know what I mean? Yeah, and but it's he can hot. run over the bridge. And there's a lot happening in Africa. Wild animals. Yo, you know what I mean? Mate, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. You imagine just getting ironed out by a lion. Yeah. Just, just like mauled by a crocodile. Like, no good. Yeah, are crocodiles, you run away from a crocodile easy. Yeah, I think you can probably get caught by a crocodile. No, I'd, mate, I could outrun a crocodile. Can you imagine being down by the river, yeah? You're having a little rinse, like Crocodile Dundee style. Yeah, it'd fuck you up And then. the fucking crocodile comes out and grabs you on the head. But I reckon I could beat any crocodile in the world over 100 metres. In a str- yeah, 100 metres, yeah. Yeah, that's 15, f- 20. They've got good acceleration, mate. They're like Teslas. No, I reckon I, over 100 metres, I'd beat any crocodile, I reckon. Yeah. Who do yeah. you reckon would win a running race between me and you? Um... I think probably. <laughs> have you got pace? Um, nah. Have you? I used to have. Really? <laughs> yeah, no. I think you probably. Yeah, let's do it, it at the live show. Outside, up the creek. Yeah. I don't think there's really. Yeah, I just. Straight up the road. Long, it's quite a long road. Straight up Listen, the road. Listen, I'd back myself because I do a lot of running, even yeah. though I do like faster running. Yeah. I'd gonna, I'd gonna back myself, of course I am. Alright. Do you back yourself? Yeah. Alright, mate. What are we putting on it? Um, right, let's make an interesting bet. How about £100 to a charity of the person's choice? I will be donating to the hardest geezer. Really? Yeah. Plus, it's a running thing no, as well. No, but come on, man. That's, that, people ain't going to be on your side. You've got to choose a real good... How's that not got a charity? I, I tell you what, okay, you can donate to him, but yeah. just so I don't get the people on my side, I will be <laughs> donating um, to people of the ukraine oh really yeah uh, you do ukraine i'll do russ cook yeah. i know who people are going to want to win now yeah but i got the people's ukraine the outcome is going to be decided gonna, i was going to say like um israel or palestine but i don't really know about that and me I neither you know I what don't I wanna... this thing popped up it was like the israel palestine beef explained in 10 minutes yeah i think and i need to listen to it because i don't really know what's yeah going i think on. you need to but i think just for the sake of this podcast we're um we're gonna leave that well alone yeah no, <laughs> we, we, mate come on you know we're, <laughs> we're gonna leave that well alone that one um, it's one of them what you say it's like a comedy cul-de-sac it, it, listen <laughs> yeah. There's no winners. No. Because otherwise you're pissing off the Jews or you're pissing off the Palestinian people. It's just one of them ones. It's like, um, I'm on the fence. Have you seen that episode of um, Kirby Enthusiasm? No. Where Larry David's obviously a Jew, right? But he finds this really good Palestinian chicken place. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's like the whole story is like, don't go in there, this out of it, he's out, but this fucking chicken is so good. <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking brilliant, mate. And he ends up banging the birds. Brilliant. Oh, does he? Yeah. One thing I'd say is that, have you ever been to Israel, that part of the world? No, I haven't. The only, um, the only connection I've got to Israel is one of our mates, Mrs., is uh, Israeli. Yeah. From that wedding we went to recently. Lovely person. Her dad was such a gentleman. Oh, such a G. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, really nice chap. So my only contact with Israeli people has been extremely pleasant. (laughs) So you're on their team, basically. Basically, yeah. (laughs) I don't care how good the chicken is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm I'm, uh, 
I'm neutral. Yeah. For the sake of my career, I'm neutral. Yeah, okay. It's funny though, isn't it? When, it, when things kick off like that, it's like, uh, what, what always, one thing I've noticed about whenever any, any big uh, things happen in the world, like wars, like maybe the BLM movement a few years ago. Yeah. Do you know who always seems to be the most vocal about it? I see on Instagram are straight white women. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... Straight white women. The production team just ruined the yeah. production. <laughs> I was just saying, actually, they've come in at a great time. Yeah. They've come in... A, so, Cheeky are... Um, what did I call you the other the day, Cheeky? The resident Chique? Jamaican. The head of... Uh, Ray, head of Race Relations. Head of Race Relations, That's just okay. James show, Head of Race Relations, Chike, okay? Yeah. Um, what I was saying is, when everything ever kicks off, right, like a war or some sort of like social inequality or whatever, I always find on Instagram the people that are most vocal about it are like white women. Do you not think? Yeah, 100%. And it fucking does my head in, to be yeah. honest. Like, like They've I, got no I, skin in the game. But I just think, what the fuck? Like, how do you know about all this? How about just keep it quiet? Just let people that actually know what they're talking about crack on. You sharing this and that, giving your two cents on it, mm. no one gives a fuck. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They've got no lived experience around it. Exactly that. I'm just like, now's not your time. to. I know, obviously, you're upset about it and that, and I think we all are mm. with a lot of things, especially what's going on at the moment. You look at it and you think, this is just heartbreaking. Yeah. But I'm not going to start ch chiming in on it because I ain't got a fucking clue what it's all... Do you know what I mean? And I know I haven't got, got a clue what it's all about. And yeah, I've read up on it. And yeah, I've watched all the news like everyone else. And yeah, you've read up on it. And you've watched the news like everyone else. But really, you've never been there. You're, you're, not, you're not from that culture or whatever. Mm. You, you're not really the person that needs to be talking about it so aggressively yeah like well, passionately even, passionately yeah. is the word not aggressively you know what I mean yeah no I completely agree with you mate it's like I do my best to not really have an opinion on anything that doesn't concern me you know what I mean yeah neutral you know I like to stay neutral like Cheeky you know I, how long was the how long ago was the BLM stuff good few years ago 2020 I was, right I was gonna go 2020, I was going to go on that march, right? And then I realised I've got no fucking rhythm. They're playing all the tunes. I'm going <laughs> to look like a dickhead. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to look... So I'm going to stay at home. Yeah, probably best. Yeah, probably best. But look, this is what we're saying. It's like... I am... I was for what the Black Lives Movement oh, matter all was day. all about. Yeah, of course I was. Right? I've got skin in the game. You know what I mean? Got, uh, My got kids a mixed are mixed race. race. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm not going on the march because I don't belong on the march. <laughs> mate, <laughs> you know what mate, I mean? If you fucked. went on the march, you look, look, you look like, you don't I look, look like, so BMP. No, you look, yeah, you look like the geezer that should be standing in front of the Churchill statue. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. People are going to be like, <laughs> exactly. people are going to be like, hold on. I'm like, same team. I think this guy's a, yeah, yeah, undercover. Yeah, yes. uh, agent provocateur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just think to myself, I know people want to be supportive and that, and I, and and that's great. But I just think sometimes when you're not 
it's not your issue. Mm. You've got to leave people to it. Let them know that you're supporting them, but mm. it's almost like now is not your time to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you not think, or is that ignorant? No, no, of me no. no I, compl- I completely agree with you, mate. But I might be wrong. I do. I do it's, agree. This is the way I see it. They just seem to be the most vocal people. Yeah, the closest I got to Israel was like Turkey. Yeah, great part of the world. So I went to a Turkish barber's the other day, right? Growing the beard out, yeah? By the way, you said you was growing your beard out and you seem to have trimmed it off. So mm. looks like it's just going to be one guy with a beard on this podcast because I'm going for it. Well, the trouble is with my beard, when I grow it out, it's gone all ginger. A bit too gingy. Uh, it's, I think it's like my Irish roots. Yeah. So anyway, I went to the barber's. I haven't got a barber anymore because I'm bald. Yep. You know what I mean? I used to have my guy. <laughs> My go-to guy, <laughs> yeah. who I go and see every time. Yeah. We had a rapport. Shout out Mitchell's Barbers. And um, now I haven't got that anymore. That part of my life has been lost, right? Plus, I don't really trust the white boys on the beard. I feel like no. you need a, a Turkish barber for that. Yeah, man. So I've gone to the Turkish Barbers. I've sat down and he's like, what I do? Very broken English, right? Yeah. So I'm like, keep the length on the chin. Blend it up. Don't bring this down at all. I want it up. Like, don't cut that low. Oh, mate. Leave it up. When they cut low, that's the worst. It's the worst, right? You like got a, what's it, a chin strap. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I've said worst. all this to him, and I'm like, I don't think he just knew what I meant, right? So I was like, boss man, to the other guy. Yeah. And I was like, I want it like this, like this, like this. Explained it, and he went to the guy. He's like, and the bloke's like, oh, okay, yes. So I'm like, you was just about to do it anyway. Yeah. But he didn't understand what I said. Scary. I'm like, you can't yeah me off in the barber chair. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is serious. Scary. Yeah, mate. So, uh, look, he done an okay job, but fucking good job I double checked with boss man. You know what I mean? Because he was I've, about to start trimming. I've stopped going into, I used to just go into random Turkish barbers. Yeah. Wherever there was one near me, I went to one near me and I was just, I went for a period, I was like, fuck, just whatever. I, can't be bothered to go mm. and wait. So I'll just, whoever's free, I'll have them. Nice, nah, risky, mate. This geezer fucked up my hair so much. And then he's showing me the mirror. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, I will, if I'm not happy with it, it's fucking too late now, isn't it? A bit late, really? mate, yeah. It's almost like, this is what you got. Mm. They go, are you happy with that? You know, you can't be like, start sticking the fucking Don't hair Don't you back think, on. though, when someone holds the mirror up, the same, all men have always said the same thing. You're like, yep. yeah, good, mate, cheers. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah. Like, no in my one's mind, ever I'm said thinking, anything else. You fucking dirty cunt. You've absolutely ruined my barn. Yeah. And then he goes, and I go, yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks, mate. Do you want a tip? <laughs> what I a, always what, leave a tip as well. What a coward of a man I am. Yeah. I'm an absolute. Nah, but like you said, old. it's too late. It's too late. The damage has been done. Yeah. Good thing about it, mate. Hair grows. Hey, well, unless you're. Unless it's actually falling out. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. Sorry, mate. Nah, mate, look, I like my bald head. I, I don't know how many times I've got to say it until mate, you understand that you I mean it. The, uh, there was a real bromance going on between you and Dave Courtney. Yeah. And I just didn't feel part of it. Um, I felt a bit, I felt less of a man, to be honest. Can you imagine how I felt really, when you and Jimmy Bullard were sitting here? Really, because I had hair. Yeah. Because I had hair, I felt, I felt less of a man yeah. than you two. Um, and I just want, you know, I just want you, you to acknowledge that. No. Because it was uncomfortable for no, me. No, mate. I walk around as a minority. Yeah? Mm, Every day. I'm a minority. I have to live with this. Yeah. <laughs> so I know what it feels like. Me and Dave sitting here, 
beautiful bald heads. You felt that, that's how I feel all the time. Yeah, true. Actually, I take it back. Bald heads matter. Bald heads do matter. Yeah, they do. The BHM movement. <laughs> <laughs> BHM. Mate, I'll tell you what, if I ever lost my fucking hair, I'd look so weird. Yeah. Like, even if I Some lost my hair and I was it. bald there, like, you, you and Dave Courtney have got them gigas of vibes. Even if I was bald, I'd, I'd look more like a homosexual sort of bald. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right said Fred. Yeah, right said Fred. Yeah. You know, you two are like, yeah, fucking all right, son, all right. And I'll be like, Jesus. hi. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. I'm bald too. You <laughs> 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 yeah. what? Have you ever... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, it's fantastic. Oh, mate. <laughs> mate, you look like younger. I look... What is this bald app? I look a bit fucking... I look a oh, bit... that's brilliant. I look Can a we bit, stick that huge up on the, uh, on the big screen, no, please? No, man, I look... I look super noncy. I look ill because he's taking my eyebrows off as well. I, I feel like I wouldn't be coming coming with the same vibes no. if I had a bald head. But I can't get a I couldn't never get a transplant, mate. Like, because I've I've already had like the teeth brace done and that. If you've got too much, sort of played about your face too much, like a bit of cos. I don't start get, looking I don't up that, I don't. Yeah, I don't deem that as cosmetic surgery, but like. You can't be fucking too fussed about what you look like because as a comedian, people just switch off. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Of course I do, mate. Yeah. Uh, if I'm coming with the... like with Full the... Botox, hair transplant, yeah, no good, mate. There's nothing funny about a perfect face. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm not saying your face is perfect, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I get what I Play-Doh mean. boat. Yeah. It ain't about Play-Doh boat. So, yeah. I f oh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want to be... You wouldn't want to be really, really good looking and be a stand-up comedian. Nah. I don't think that would work. No, I don't either. Mate, I'll tell you now, I was dead, like, I'm not that funny now. I'm just not. I've, when I was a teenager and I was fat, I, I, I was on fire, man. Well, I had to become funny because I was fat. Mm. You need it. You need that extra little string to your bow. You ain't got the six-pack, you know what I mean? You can hardly run. You better make them laugh. That was yeah. my thinking. I'm just thinking now, actually, probably better for my career if I've got a bit fat. Let's do a social experiment. Yeah, shall we? Yeah. I've just said, I've started a diet today. It's only one day, mate. It doesn't matter, does it? If you just get yeah, back on the old diet. Yeah, but to be honest, I've had about a month off the gym and I've lost my muscle up top and I've got this little fucking belly. I take Punch. my top off. I look like a teapot, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, like the, like, skinny up top and then the love yeah, handles. Yeah, I understand. And that's already made me sort of like want to, yeah, I'm depressed. Right. You know, I mean, I've just come off the happy pills, probably doesn't help, but all yeah. these things together, you know. <laughs> um, it's probably that, mate. Yeah, is it? <laughs> mate, what is it? I've said this to you before, right? <laughs> People are on antidepressants and they're like, I'm going to come off these, I feel great. It's like, you feel great because you're on them. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> if you come off them, you won't feel like this. That's the whole point of them. That's funny, isn't it? <laughs> of, course. Yeah. of course. I feel fantastic. I don't need these anti-anxiety pills anymore. Come off, oh, I feel really anxious. Yeah. Shock, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I, I have placed and I've ruled. I'm gonna pick some more up tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there's no shame in it, bruv. 
There's no shame in it, but I you just don't want to be taking these things your whole life. But actually, what, why, why not, you know? Why not? If you need it, you need it. But I think if there's any, like... I don't know if there's any side effects from taking them too long. I don't think there are. I mean, you should probably talk to an actual doctor. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm even, like an I've amateur not pharmacist. I've not even Googled it. I mean, I've heard that if you take them for like more than five years, apparently like your, your penis can get smaller, but I don't think mine can get any smaller. So. Nah. <sighs> can it right. go in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know when it comes out your belly button and that's why some people have outy belly buttons. Oh, is it really? Yeah. That's what it is. They've got that's such small is. dicks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It starts growing inward. Yeah, if anyone, if anyone listening has got an outy belly button, Mm. It's because your Hampton is so small. Yeah. It's gone inside itself. Yeah, and, and it's out. popping out your belly. When we had, had the baby the other week, the lady's like, do you want to cut the cord? And I was like... Umbilical cord. No, mate. Like, no. can you imagine if I fucked that up and he had some weird belly button? Like, nah, not for me. Mate, when my missus gave birth, um, I mean, just fucking absolute trooper, by the way. You know, yeah. just like, she didn't scream once. What? Yeah, mate, she's fucking double hard, mate. <laughs> mate, she's double hard. And actually, she yeah. was so cool as a cucumber, it made me think, oh, I reckon you could murder me and feel absolutely fine about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It yeah. actually scared me. It would scare me. There was no, she was just like, <laughs> like Really? That. And just fucking, I'm like, oh, shit, man. Like, you you, you could definitely, yeah, know, feel yeah, like yeah. You're cold as ice, man. But anyway, baby was having a bit of trouble coming out. And it's like, you could tell, like, the usual nurses, they weren't cutting it. They were like, I'll call so-and-so. This lady come in, like, African lady. Yeah, yeah, big mama. She was just, like... She was, like, super sub, man. Mm. She was, like, bringing yeah. on fucking... Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. <laughs> You're like, listen, nothing's working. Get her in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she just comes in. I, I went, you all right? Didn't even say hello to me. It was like, oh, fucking... This means business. She yeah. She's going, now, push, 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 push. She's, mate, she give, like, a fucking... Pep Alex Guardiola. Ferguson yeah. type team talk. Yeah. One and on then one. he come out and then looked around and she disappeared. It was like yeah, yeah, mythical, yeah. man. The baby whisperer. Yeah. My mythical. Snuck in and out. So I had something I wanted to ask you, yeah. Go on. So I was thinking about, I was talking actually outside an NA meeting the other day and it was like about all the fucking stuff we used to do. Like, out, I'm not talking about drug related stuff. I'm talking about just like fuckery we used to get up to when we was kids and like coming up. Yeah. But never got caught for. Right. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, what is one of the fucking most outrageous things you ever did? That like, if you'd have got caught, you'd have all been well in trouble. Um, no, I always got, I always got caught. Um, crashed my car, didn't I? Yeah. And that, no, that. I'm talking about like fun stuff though. Oh, like when a teenager. Yeah. Um, I spray. I done a bit of spray painting. <laughs> <laughs> Jamesy, this is so tame. Spray painting. I'm a basically teeing you up for something that we did. Yeah, so you need well, to come. You, with, right? okay, you uh, need to come with something good. Okay, one time we went to um, we went over to this park and we like murdered this old man <laughs> oh, and we really? buried his body. Yeah. Uh, in the woods and um, probably that. Now yeah. to be honest, mate, I weren't like I was. I was naughty, but no, nothing really stands out in my mind where I think that's really fucking bad. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I used to knock about with kids that used to do really naughty stuff. And like, I, like I remember once I was with these kids, and this car was open, and the keys were in there, and they, they drove off with the car basically. Yeah. 
And I was, I was like getting, I was like, nah, I was too, mate, I had, you got to remember I'm fucking Catholic. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, we might get away with it, but I'm going to pay for this one day when I'm in heaven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to burn in hell for I'm that. I'm going to burn in hell for that. Yeah, so yeah. I, I was a bit, I was naughty, but I was never that like one of the real bad, you know. Well, that's actually very I was similar. A, I was always a bit scared, but I reckon you and, and your mates was probably a little bit more. Yeah, well, look, that's actually really similar to what I was about to say. Oh. I was playing golf the other day with my couple of pals, and it was like, here, do you remember that transit van in Onga, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, the fucking transit van, right? So you know Sainsbury's in Onga? Yeah. There was this transit van parked there. So we was fucking around, I don't know, smoking weed, whatever. You remember there was that little skate park we used to fuck about down there. And um, someone's come past, and, like, the door's open. So we've jumped in this transit, yeah? Firm-handed, <laughs> keys are in it. We've started the transit. We are like, there's 15 of us in this stolen transit van, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> driving round Ongar, Brentwood, everywhere. So you remember where the nuclear races was? Yeah. We've um, there was like a you know like a rape rape seed film of uh, rape seed field where it's right. like yellow. So we're like get in the field. So we've got the transit driving through, and we've just hit this gate. Right? You know, like a farmer's gate. So we're now like, our mission in life is get through this gate and get this transit van into this field. So we're just like repeatedly reversing ramming and it. ramming <laughs> this fucking oh gate. And we've got into the farm and we're just driving around. Like we just went wild, mate. It was outrageous. Like just driving the fucking van around this field until it ran out of petrol. Oh, and you we definitely just get nicked for that. Mate, bad. Yeah, bad, yeah. Really bad, but it was so funny. Like, of course it is. It was one of the best things that had ever happened to me up until that point. Yeah, makes you know a buzz. Where, where I'm from, Romford, when I was in Onga, I just felt like I was in the countryside yeah. and nothing was going to happen. Of course. You know what I mean? Imagine trying to do that around my way. You couldn't do it. No, so, mate, too, when too, I used to get out much. there, we just went wild. Yeah, because there's nothing... There's no real police out there. No. Nah. No, like, see, big CCTV. And we did get chased... Um, Firework night one year in Ongo, we had a helicopter out looking for us. Oh, really? Yeah, that was savage. Yeah. Proper savage. Yeah. I well, mean, it was actually quite naughty. Yeah, you were. Mate, you spent too much time with Dave Courtney, mate. I know, innit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And to be honest, it's just, it's just reminding me of all the shit I used to do when I was younger. Do you, I'll tell you Never what, this is a good, this is a good it, thing, though. right? Uh, I heard about this meditation the other day mm -hmm. where you look at an old picture of yourself when you're a kid, in a child. Inner child, yeah, and all those bad things that you tell you tell about yourself. You say right, okay, all those bad things that you say about yourself. Like, for, for, I mean, for me, I got loads. I think oh, I'm fucking, I'm worthless. I'm a piece of shit. Um, yeah, you know, I'm selfish. All these things that I give myself a hard time about. And then they say, right, look at the photo of you as a as a five year old or whatever. And I say it to that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kills you. Yeah, you can't do it. Can't do it. No. That's mad, isn't it? And you have to forgive them. Forgive them? It's how I forgive you. For what, To though? the child. Mate, I've done a load of inner child stuff with a counsellor, yeah? And it was fucking powerful stuff. Really? Real powerful stuff. This is before I got clean. It never kept me clean. But there was some growth and But what, what, why do, why do you, why does that no, I think you I think you have to forgive yourself. I can't really remember. I was probably yourself. out my nut when I'd done it, if I'm yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, because I think about... Oh yeah, I, I would more say sorry to the kid of being like, yeah, you know. Can you forgive me? Can you forgive me? Yeah, that's probably what it was. That's yeah, I think that's yeah. more what it is. Not like trying to get a fucking apology off of a nah. five-year-old. Well, you little cunt. 
Yeah. You owe me an apology. You owe me a life. I, had a, I was supporting um, Mo, Mo Gilligan, the other day up the creek. Um, yeah. Pick that name off of the floor. You've used that one before, by the I way. Know, I know. <laughs> I'm getting worse. Yeah. I'm, actually, I'm actually, like I said, I'm not as funny as when I was a little fatty. Yeah, well, look, can we just... Come on. What happened when I met Mo Gilligan? Oh, mate. This is great. Chico, was you there? So... So uh, white boy comes to watch me do the support for, for Mo. We're upstairs and he comes, walks through. <laughs> Mo comes up to you and goes, oh yeah, what's happening? I'm what's happening, white boy? I'm like, he's like, I feel like I know you, bro. Yeah. I'm like, uh, mate, what's happening, mate? Switch your mind if I eat my food? Like, yeah. not now, mate, you know what it I mean? It was so funny <laughs> that after I was like, oh mate, how about you getting fucking recognized by Mo Gilligan, mate? <laughs> that is, yeah, uh, it was mate, a moment. You've got moment. probably, for like people that still actively live in Collier Row, you've probably got to be one of the most famous people in Collier Row. I now. reckon so, yeah. Yeah, I reckon you're up there. Yeah. Who 100%. else is in Collier Row still? Because um, you ain't done well enough. Do you remember yet. S Club? Yeah. Joe from S Club S is Club from Collier Seven. Row. Yeah. But does she still live there? Probably not. Joe. But I remember she was there. She come to, we used to do this like running race, that like athletics thing, just between Mask or Rise Park and Clockhouse, which was like down the road. Oh, we used to smash to them up every year and she was there one year like growing up she was famous now you know yeah. what I mean but she was like repping her cousin or sister or something that still went to Clockhouse and I was like oh shit that's her he's um, Gemma Collins Collier Row don't know but I know out of people that actively live still live in Collier Row I reckon you've got to be up there with probably top five famous yeah in Collier Row like the highest profile in Collier Row listen Mo Gilligan fucking knows who you are <laughs> yeah exactly so say no more got recognised in the gym you are, well, right. actually, you could probably say you are the Dave Courtney of Collier Road. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably say you are. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Does that make you horny? Someone can prove me wrong, you Does know what I mean? Does that make you horny? Horny. <laughs> the Dave Courtney of Collier Road. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Collier Road's answer to Dave Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But where was I going with it? Anyway, yeah, I've done this gig. Goes, go, goes, goes, goes well. You know mm. what I mean? But... I just like, I don't know, everything, everything I do at the moment, riddled with sort of self-doubt, questioning myself, all sort of stuff. It's come home and stay, I was staying around my mum's that night. She's like, you all right? I'm like, yeah, I was like, just, you know, just just really struggling with a bit of, a uh, lot of doubt at the moment, to be honest, yeah. you know, just thinking like, am I ever gonna get where I wanna go or, you know. She goes, yeah, but you always do well and I always get good reactions, you yeah. know, I'm not like, I'm not trying to say that in an arrogant way, but like I'm good. I just think I'm good at what I do. You know, getting get booked to mm. support Mo and do some really good things. Which so. is exactly what I said to you. Yeah. Um, but all that, I, I could be, I, I could probably be on like a bloody stadium tour and I'd still have all these doubts. Yeah. Because that doesn't really come into it. You, you know what I mean? You just, you just doubt yourself. And my mum's trying to make you feel a bit better. So she goes, listen, everyone I know, you know, they think you're great and uh, we all believe in you that you're going to get to here and there. And, you know, she goes, and she's doing really well. And like, I'm thinking, yeah, like, make you feel a bit better myself. She goes, Josh, like, you're like a young Michael Barrymore. <laughs> and I was like, what? She goes, you're like a, you know, you're like a young Michael Barrymore. I'm like, what? She goes, before all that nonsense, you know, 
Yeah. Uh, I'm like, you know, when he was like, with, when he was going to the crowd and make people laugh, blah, blah, he's like, you're just like Barrymore. Do you know what I mean? Your own mum, Barrymore, do you She Barrymore me off, man. You got Barrymore. Yeah, so. Um, yeah, that's not going to do great things for your self esteem. Do you know, no, but it's fine. I'm going to remember that. And when I do it a big time and I get a nice swimming pool, yeah, I'm going to yeah. invite her around. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna feed her up. We're going to fucking sue Barrymore is dead. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Feed her up. Get her a proper charge up. <laughs> On the Albanian drop. Yeah, who's Barrymore now? Mum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but that, that, that made me laugh. And do you know what it was? It's like, do you know what's funny about doing this comedy stuff, though, is like, you get, I, I took our mate Ginge to the boxing the other night. So this is another event that you've taken someone else? Yeah. But it's getting out of order now, you mate. Don't, mate either, you don't like boxing. No, it's getting out of order. You're getting you all these plus ones. Where have you taken me? You don't like boxing. So Ging is a big he's a big boxing fan. What do you mean I don't like boxing? Oh mate, he's more into boxing than you are, and we were sitting all around all the boxers like okay. Tony Bellew, Derek Chisora. So he's like Oh yeah, it sounds like something I would hate to do. Yeah, all right. Well next time I get the tickets, I'll take you. Yeah. All right. Or I'll we'll get see. free tickets. Because <laughs> yeah. you two would look like my bouncers. Two yeah, yeah, me and Ginge, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Standard. Yeah. Yeah. And um But anyway, we was there and he was like, fucking hell, can't. He's like, I can't, I can't believe how many people like uh, say hello to you or ask you for a photo, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, it's silly, really. But they only really know me as the geezer off TikTok or... Yeah, yeah, They don't, you know. Um, but yeah, see a lot of people there. And it's not, yeah, it's nice. But I tell you what brought me back down to earth. He's, uh, I was all walking through to get a drink. Some geezer went, Dapper! <laughs> no, he didn't. He went, Dapper! And I went... And he went, like, and I went, should I say, oh, no, I'm, I'm, my name's Josh James? Yeah. And I just went, yeah, you're right, mate, how <laughs> Should have said something really inappropriate. No, but do you know what, do you know what, then he was, like, was talking to me and he knew, he was like reeling off all my different sketches that I've done. Oh, and all okay. That. So he's like, but that's what I'm talking about. They recognise you just as a geezer online. Yeah, yeah. Like, he called me Dapper. He don't actually. Know who you are. Don't actually know. But he knows him. who you are. But he's seen my sketches. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. one of them ones, really. But that was quite funny. Mate, Mikey Menis, I, like, I thought it was a nice chap. Mate, he can hardly move, though. He, he, mate, he's not well. He's not he, well he's at ba- all. He's back, he's, his back's fucked, yeah. Yeah, mate, I was trying to, uh, you was like, can you give Mikey Menis a lift back to Romford? So I'm like, yeah, sweet. He couldn't get in my car. No, I couldn't get in there, could he? Yeah, mate, I was like lining up. We was gonna, I was going to try and do half a little sketch of him because, you know, he loves the packets. Yeah. And I'm off the packet, so I thought we could like come up with something <laughs> while we was in the car, but I never got to do it because he can't because he couldn't low. get in the, in the CLA. Yeah, bless him, man. He's he's back. He needs he needs surgery and he needs he needs proper help. And I have thought about. I tell you, he's got a lot of friends, Mikey, but mm. like I have been tr- thinking, is there any way I can maybe do some sort of fundraiser to try and pay for a bit of his physio, or whatever? Because he's cl- trying to. Oh, to be fair, he probably doesn't, he might not even want me talking about all this on mm. the podcast, but he's not getting the money that he deserves, basically, from the government for, mm. for how bad way he's in. So I'm just thinking, is there any way we can put something together to sort of raise a bit of money for him? But oh, there's nothing I could do this year because he's just too busy. But I'm thinking maybe next year, if he still ain't getting the help he needs, maybe we'll... Yeah, no, I would have been all for it until the fucking nose comment. Now well, I'm not bothered. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I, I don't think he was... Ne- not meaning he's digging you out. Oh, no, he generally... He thought I was Jewish. He generally thought you were Jewish. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. He goes, yeah, the Jewish boy. The Jewish boy. 
laughter. Yeah, it's fantastic. I was because he oh, said see, it so You innocent. posted a photo of him and you and him, and someone like must be one of our listeners is like, keep him away from white boy. Yeah, yeah. Because they know he loves the packs. You know yeah, what I mean? It's so funny. He was like, yeah, keep him away from white boy. So yeah, it's jokes. Um, but yeah, that's it for another episode, mate. I enjoyed that one. Rattling them off today, bruv. We're rattling them off today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. Um, give it up for Collier Rosards. This is Dave Courtney, Mr. Chrissy White, a.k.a. White Boy. Thank you very much. Robert's number one podcaster. Listen, YouTube, White Boy, what they got to do, man? Subscribe to the channel. We are L17. Like the video. Leave us a comment. Let's get you talking a little bit. We can do a little Q&A at the end of the episodes. And uh, if you never want to miss a video, hit the bell icon. Hit the bell icon. You will never miss an episode. And on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on there, listen, I'm not going to be a beg. I'm not going to say give us five stars. But we do like to think we give you a five-star service. If you don't agree, then you're not one of us. No. Um, and also, if you are... That's what I'm, if anyone comes up to us now about the podcast, I'm going to say, oh, were you one of us? Yeah, yeah. Well, we've discussed this and I think, I think it sums it up. If you come out, I'll listen to the podcast. I'll be like, oh, great. You one of us. Patreon coming soon. Yeah. If you want to prove it. And then, so if you're listening to the podcast, you're one of us. If you don't listen to the podcast, you're the others. Yeah. So there you go. But make sure to rate us five stars. Or actually, <laughs> no, I'm not going to be a big. You give us an honest five star review. <laughs> Huge outro, JD. <laughs> Massive outro. I've completely fucked this. Listen, uh, fuck it. Rate us five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We fucking deserve it. Yeah. You do it. If you don't, you're not one of us. We'll see you all next week. A river dirty. Goodbye. <laughs>